There's no mistakes, just lessons. And even when there's a pain, something very painful that goes on in your life, know you're going to get through it. And when you get through it, it can be a testimony to help others. Born in 92 on the block with the sharks. Come from a different cloth. Y'all would get ripped apart. You want a diamond, then you gotta get it in the dark. We dropping nuggets like Carmelo with the rock apart. Now we eat it from state to state. We scrape the plate. I put my eggs in the basket. Took a leap of faith. I took a chance. Now we grow and see the impact. Decoding success with special guests. Now let's bring Matt. Welcome to the show, everyone. Episode number 216 here on the Decoding Success Podcast. As always, it is your host, Matt Labrie. And in just a few moments, we are bringing to you an individual that was literally in my household every single day growing up. Maybe he wasn't physically there, but he was damn sure on the TV screen. Our friend Kel Mitchell, American actor, musician, singer, rapper, stand-up comedian, father, husband, producer, and now author. He's well known for appearing on Nickelodeon's comedy series, all that. And there's so much more to say about Kel, but I want to make sure that I'm getting him on here in just a few moments. Now, with that being said, Kel's a new author. He's helping us get blessed up. That is exactly what we're talking about here today. And what do I mean by that? Well, first and foremost, let me just share that Kel shared one of the most magnificent pieces of advice about why we should all be connecting to what it is that we believe in, whether it's the universe, whether it's God, whoever, however, we need to make sure we're connecting. And he references it to getting dressed. We're not going to walk out of the house naked. We're going to put clothes on. So why not put the armor of prayer, of connection on as well? There's so many more gems in this episode. I just wanted to share that because it really revs me up for what Kel's bringing to the table today in just a few moments. Now, I also want to share this with you. We have the holidays coming up, a lot of stuff going on, but I want to do one last get together with everyone. So I just signed up for this app called Wisdom, Wisdom app. And on December 29th from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we're trying to be inclusive to everyone, everywhere, I want to connect with all of you. I want to do like an AMA style little get together, connect on how the year was. Let's ask questions to one another. Let's grow from one another. Let's network. Who knows who you can meet? You can meet your next mentor, your next life partner, your best friend, so on and so forth. Again, that's December 29th on the Wisdom app. It's only available to iPhone right now. They're working on Android. We're getting there. But with that being said, you could follow me at M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S. And just to make it a lot easier, it's the same handle across the board for all social platforms. And on top of it, you could also find the link in the show notes. So again, December 29th, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to connect with you. I want to talk with you. I want to ask questions. I want you to ask questions, whether you want to talk about podcasting, whether you want to talk about personal branding. The list goes on, right? We're open to it all, AMA style. Be there December 29th, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now without further ado, we bring to you our friend, Kel Mitchell. Kel, my friend, welcome to the show. You're an inspiration, brother. All the work that you put out into the world from very long ago to now, dude, you're still crushing it, man. Love to see it. So welcome to Decoding Success. Hey, what is happening? (laughs) Love to have you, man. I want to jump right into this. I have done a lot of research. Obviously, listen, uh, from a millennial perspective, dude, you were in every household, man. And then I had to do more research because I know that you were still doing work and love to see what you've been doing. So my first question for you is faith-based. I want to go down this route with you. Why has faith been such a monumental aspect in your life? Because God has always been there for me. 
You know what I mean? Through the, the ups, through the downs, his trust never changed. You know, he's being there for me never changed. And so for me, it was always like, I want people to understand the love that God has for them. Because, you know, mm. people go through so many things in life and I want them to know that because so many people, you know, mental health is serious right now. And so, so many people are looking for love, looking for acceptance, looking for just motivation to get up in the morning sometimes, you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, if you know how God feels about you and know that you were special when you were born and that you are amazing and everybody was born for a purpose in, in, in your story is part of his story, mm-hmm. then that's what's so important. You know what I mean? And that's something I had to find out. I didn't always know that. And so uh, I feel like a big brother, or a big homie, like, let me share. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I respect yeah. that. Yeah. How do we, how do we believe that? You know, you were, you were mentioning, and I, I don't necessarily remember the exact words, but it, it really struck a chord with me because truthfully, if we wake up every day, we are blessed, right? Yeah. If we're born, like the, the odds of being born are insane, right? Yeah. So I, I'm curious, like, how do we be grateful for something like that? Because it seems so common. I'm 29 years old. I've woke up every day for the past 29 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's very common. Right. Yeah. You have, to, you have to look at it like, okay, God, you know, gave us breath. You know what I mean? So with him giving us breath, and we having this gift of life. I always talk about like, you know, life is a gift. So when you look at life as a gift, when you receive a gift, what are you doing at that moment when you receive a gift? You're celebrating. You know what I mean? You're celebrating something, you know, whether it's a party, a friend or something. So if you look at life as a gift, then it changes your whole perspective. And that really helps in life. That helps as motivation in work, career, family, finance, whatever. Because if you wake up saying, yo, this is a celebration, you know what I mean? No matter what, I, I have the joy. No matter what happens, I'm waking up like, yo, let's get it. I'm excited about today. Then when you have those negative thoughts, it's kind of like, mm, nah, I'm just excited to be here, you know, better than the day before. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us go through things like I've had friends that are not here anymore. You know, I've been sick before. I've been like, so I know what that feels like. So to even think that, oh man, I could not be here. You know what I'm saying? Even with the pandemic right now, a lot of people are seeing that where they're starting to think about that. That's where they're starting to, you know, change their life choices or, you know, do that thing they always wanted to do. You know what I mean? Because now it's a real thing. Like, oh, life is a gift. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. How do we view life as a gift and celebrate it even when we're experiencing the turbulent times, right? Because yeah. that, that's a difficult part. And maybe I'll even go two-part question here. It's hard to right. buy into God's plan for ourselves when, you know, maybe you're going through a breakup or, you know, you messed up in business or whatever the case is, right? Like it, it gets hard to believe when the times are tough. So I'm curious to, to get your take there. Yeah. So Faith is, faith is believing in those things that are not seen. You know what I mean? So you're believing in the blessing is about to come. You're believing in whatever you're believing in. You're saying, God is going to make this happen for me, right? So as you're going through a hard time, as you're going through a negative time, you have to have the strength and have the faith to go, okay, I'm going to get through this. You know what I mean? I'm going to get through this. And the, and the way that that works is you got to try it. <laughs> like real talk. You just got to try it and believe it. And when you do it, 
then you could go back and be like, okay, I went through that for a reason. Like, bro, when I went through the, 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 like the hard times of my life, when I was suicidal and I was going through things and divorce and all those different things. And I was going like, yo, why am I going through this Lord? Like, why, why am I going through this? And then when I got to a point of the things that I dreamed about and, you know, having a, a beautiful marriage and wonderful kids and then having all these things happen in my life, that was a big change from my past. Then I was able to look back and go, I stay believing in the hard time. And when I stay believing in the hard times, now I'm here at the blessing. That's confirmation. That's a testimony. And now I go, when a brother comes up to me and he goes, yo, I'm going through this, this, this hard time. And he's going through something that I actually went through in my past that I've overcome. Then you realize, oh, that is the whole part of life, like helping others. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you can do this by this. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. You know? And that's why, that's why even why I wrote the book, because people were asking me a lot, like, what do you do every day? What do you do in the morning? What do you do to get through the hard times? And that's what I put in the book where it's like affirmations, Bible verses that helped me, you know, uh, stories where you can read about it and see what happened in my life and how the Lord helped me get through it. And then I, I have you have a part in there called Go Get Those Blessings, where it's where you apply it to your life at the end of it. And I have I you love do, that. Yeah, I have you do something like, you know, if it's a coworker at work and every time you see that coworker, you know, uh, they, they're mean. You know what I mean? And so it puts you in a certain energy, right? But then what I do is, is I go, okay, today, after you're done with this devotional, I want you to be nice to that coworker, no matter what they say. And don't do your usual reaction. <laughs> That's <laughs> <And> not easy. <laughs> I know, bro. It is like, it is like, and then after that, what I have them do is, is I have them do a hashtag of that actual uh, day. You know what I mean? Well, it'll, it'll say hashtag forgiveness, hashtag bless mode. So they can share it with other people. Because I was like, I want this devotional to help others via social media because devotionals help me out so much. And I just want people are searching all the time. And I just want them to like, if they're searching for a hashtag for forgiveness, pain, hurt, whatever, bless mode to show up. That's what I want. (laughs) I I love that. Let's let's dive into the book. So bless mode, 90 days to level up your faith. Mm -hmm. Why write this book at this point in your journey? Man, it was important for me in my life. You know what I mean? Very important. Like even with me being a, a youth pastor and then also still working in the entertainment business, it's really deep. You know, that was that was a hard decision anyway. You know what I mean? And, and what was deep about it, though, I went to the Lord a lot to really ask, like, are you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> Is this what you want me to do? And I spent a lot of time doing that because people spoke it over my life. Like my pastor spoke it over me. People were speaking over me when I was a young kid. And I just was like, no way. Nah, not at all. But it was a time when I was in prayer and I was meditating. And the Lord told me, he said, okay, Kel, I want you to preach. I definitely want you to do this, but I want you to stay in the entertainment business because there's so many people that need it in the entertainment business as well. And you've experienced so much and went through so much. I want you to be able to tell your story uh, within preaching and doing that. And so I just decided to do it. You know what I mean? And I had no one to like look at that was doing it, that was currently having a television show that was currently, you know what I mean? And I was just like, well, who? who? And, and what's funny is uh, Fred Rogers came up, which okay. is, uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Rogers. And I dove deeper to his life even later, like after I was, you know, ministering. And I realized like, yo, that was his ministry. His ministry was the Mr. Rogers show. And I preach about that a lot where 
worship is showing your respect and your obedience and your love for God. And you can do that in so many different ways. And so in the church and outside of the church, it should be an ongoing thing. And that's what bless mode is about, where it's saying, put God in everything in your life. You know what I mean? Your family, your career, everything. And it will really work. I've done it the other way. I know it is it's crazy the other way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, man. (laughs) I love that. Now, how do we begin to put God into everything we do, right? I I use myself as an example all the time on the show, 29 years old. Listen, I have In God I Trust tattooed across my chest. I've been to church, went to Catholic school my entire life outside of college, but I can't say that I've put God in everything I've done, you know? And oftentimes I found myself turning to him when I needed him versus when you know, things were great. So I'm curious for someone listening to the show, what's your advice to start implementing that and to start incorporating him in every area? Yeah, man. So, uh, man, it's funny. I, uh, I preached on this where I saw a, a post by someone and they put on the post, they said, yo, you know, when somebody's going through a hard time or they, they lost all their money because they started posting about God. Or they're posting about Jesus, you know, they're going through some stuff and they're going through a hard time. And so at first I got like, yo, that's bogus. Like, why would they just post that? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's true. You should go to God when you're going through a hard time, when you're going through something, you know, horrible in your life. Yes, go to God. But then I started going, but then there's so many believers that go to God when there's good times. But what is wrong with this post? Like, why did he do this post? I'm so then instead of getting angry about it, I started going, huh, why did he do that? And I went, oh, because maybe a lot of believers are not talking about the blessing or talking about adding God in when things are going good. You know what I mean? They're not thanking him. They're erasing it. So it's like, things are cool now. I'm comfortable. So now I forget. And I just erased everything that he was doing when I was down crying and in tears and all that stuff. And so for me, it's really where you have to go. You brought me this far by my faith. And you're going to bring me even further. And you have to understand that we're all spirits, right? So if we're spirits in a spiritual realm, when you pray, when you pray, they're working on your behalf. Heavenly Father is working on your behalf, right? As you pray. So if you stop, you know what I mean? Praying every day, things can come up. You think the enemy is not going to like, just not mess with you anymore? You know what I mean? Or the enemy's not going to try. And then now you're running back going, hey, so for me, I'm always going protect my family because, Lord, you know what's up ahead. I don't. You know what I mean? I don't know what's up ahead for this day, for the next 30 minutes. So I want to make sure I spend time with you first. So then all the things that, you know, because kale mode, I, you know, it's anxiety, it's stress, it's all these different things that I would do. So I go early in the morning first to the Lord to take all of that to him. And he takes it away from me and comforts me going, oh, okay, you know, my family's protected. I'm protected. I'm free from anything. You know what I mean? And as you do that, it's really like a pre-workout. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> like, it gets you ready for your day. Like you, when you go to work out, you want your pre-workout, you got to have your earphones. I want you to do the same. You know, like when you put on your clothes, right? Putting on your clothes and you wouldn't go outside naked. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so then if you're looking at it in a spiritual realm, right? You're going to go out there naked? No, you want to be covered in the armor of God. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that you are covered and your family's covered. 
You know what I mean? That's that's what it's about. And so for me, learning that and learning that process and after banging my head up against the wall, trying to figure out things on my own, when I started to have faith in God, people started to come with to me that are believers that, you know, love God that would, you know, confirm prayers that I was having or things would happen in my life and connections would happen with me praying and trusting. You know what I mean? And then I go... Yeah. And it's like, I have a book, I have a prayer book where it's kind of like, I, I look back at it years ago and it was stuff that me and my wife had been praying about. And I got like tears on like certain things like paper, you know what I mean? But I keep it because it's a remembrance of the things that God has done. And some stuff I forgot about. I was like, yo, I pray for that. Look now that that's happening. I pray for this house. I pray for that. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? He never. For sure. For sure. That's yeah, a beautiful yeah. thing, man. I love the way you framed it, you know, like you won't go outside naked. Why go out, you know, why start your day without the spirit, you know, and and getting that work going. That's a beautiful way to frame it. I appreciate that. I want to actually, I want to touch on something that you had mentioned. You know, you said that you were praying and, you know, hearing God speak to you. Now this world is, it's busy as all hell, right? Like it's crazy. You could attest to it. If you live in a major city, you can attest to it. How do we get quiet? Now, I know you mentioned meditation. Obviously, Mm -hmm. meditation for some works. It's a muscle for sure. But how do we get quiet enough to hear what God is actually saying to us? You have to. It's like, okay, it's like a diet. Do you know what I mean? Like when you say, hey, I want to lose some weight. It's not just going to happen. You got to you got to get up. So in the Bible, it says faith without works is dead. Right. So if you're saying you have faith, but then you don't take action into what you're doing, it's almost like praying, having a good time at church, because you go to church, so you know that you having a good time at church, and then you go outside into the world, and then all the craziness happens, and then you're back into the same old habitual habits. You know what I mean? Like responding to someone that, you know, angers you or this, that, and that. You know what I mean? So that is why you have to tap in and say, if I'm going to do this, God's like my trainer. I need him. You know what I mean? And I need him every day. So I always tell like my teens that I, that I preach to with like, it just doesn't have to be in church and it has to be like a big moment of like, oh, like literally you can pray at any moment when you feel it. You know what I mean? Just stop, close your eyes, pray. It's just like, like people stopping to think about what they're going to say. I had a buddy that does that all the time. He does it in meetings too as well. But like we're having really business meetings. We'll ask him a question. And then he's like quiet on the phone for like at least 20 <laughs> seconds. And we're like, bro, what are you doing? And then later he was telling me, he was like, I'm talking to the Lord. Like literally, even in, within my career, I'm talking to the Lord to get the right answer of what to say. So you could say, Lord, what, what are you trying to teach me in this moment? Because mm-hmm. there's no mistakes. There's just lessons. So like, what are you trying to teach me in this moment? And that's awesome to have that security to feel like I can turn to someone because some people don't have anybody to turn to. Some of their family members are crazy. Everything is nuts. And it's like, but when you're part of the royal family, like meaning the Lord, the divine, he loves you. Mm. So why wouldn't you tap into that? And the enemy wants you to forget that. Enemy wants you to forget. Oh, no, no, no. Remember what you did this last week? Remember what you did yesterday? Remember all this craziness? Remember all that? Now you stay in your pain. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You can change the atmosphere. You know what I mean? You can change the atmosphere by your words that you speak. Some people do it that way, bro, where they're like, they'll walk in and they'll, they've had a good time praying, right? In the morning and all that stuff. 
And then they get to their workspace and then they start talking bad about themselves or, man, if I didn't do that today, if I didn't do that, oh, today's a bad day. Or, you know what I mean? Like, no, say today's a wild day, but the Lord's going to get me through it. Today's crazy, but it's going to change. Hey, what, what, you know, what, 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 what I need to pray about right now, Heavenly Father? You know what I mean? Like, think of it in that way and it changes everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's one thing, if only one thing? So if someone picks up this book today, they listen to this episode, pick up the book. I know a lot of people are going to pick up the book, but they could only take one thing away from it. What would you want that one thing to be and why? The one thing, everyone was born for a purpose. Okay. And the reason I say that is because you are. Everyone's born for a purpose. God has a purpose for you. It's either to change someone's life around, whatever it may be. But the thing about it is, is that you got to figure that out. Like I, I talk about bless mode like a, uh, like a video game, right? Because uh, I used to be a gamer. <laughs> I'm still gamer <laughs> nowadays. But, but it's like, they, you know, when you, uh, they design games, they call it God mode right? For the designers when they would go inside and they could, you know, have like a little code, you know, like up, down, left, right, left, right, stop, you know what I mean? With Nintendo. And it was like, you can get in and see what's wrong with the game and check bugs and stuff like that within the game, right? So within this, it's like, so when you get into that video game and can do that, now you know the code. So you know what the designer did in the game. So if you do that with bless mode, when you connect to the designer that designed you, then it's like, yo, I got a cheat code on life. You know what I mean? Uh, like I can really get through certain things and, and the enemy wants you to like, ah, like that bother you. So you forget and all your stress. You think about that. You got to change your thought process. You know what I mean? When negative stuff come up, you got to replace it with positive. Our father only wants positive things to happen in your life. You know, you read the Bible. Just once you're going to see that, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. if God only wants us to experience positive things, why do those turbulent things happen? Oh, yes. Okay. So things happen in our life, right? To make us learn. Okay. And to grow your faith. Because a lot of people will go, oh, well, if you say that the Lord only wants something positive to happen to me, then why did this horrible thing happen? You know mm. what I mean? Why did this horrible thing happen? And it was like what I told you earlier, how you can help someone else. You might be looking at it in that moment, like, I I can't stand what I'm going through. I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like when I wanted to take myself out of here, it was like, yo, like, okay, so I grew up on the south side of Chicago and I grew up around a lot of gang violence. My best friend was murdered. I have two uncles that were murdered, you know, and I still had to get on television and go, welcome to Good Burger, home to Good Burger. And no one knew what was going on in my family life or what was going on. You know what right. I mean? And through life, there were other, you know, traumatic things in my life that I went through, but I'm still, you know, giving this face and putting a Band-Aid over certain things, right? And so, but when I started to go to the Lord with my pain, instead of like going to devices, because people don't blame that, right? They'll go like, oh, well, I'll go drink. I'll go smoke. I'll go do all these drugs. Well, that leads to a lot of other crazy things, you know, addiction, you know, you're killing someone on accident because you were driving, like all those things that happen with that, but then they can't think of like, oh, well, the Lord just wants something positive or to teach me something through this. And it does, it does, it does so much because as I was going through it, like I told you, then when I said, okay, I'm going to trust in you, Lord. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm, I'm losing everything, you know, or losing my mind. So let me try this. And even you said like, when you're in those dark times, that's when people go, 
You know what I mean? Heavenly Father, right? That's when they go. So why is that? Because we're spirit. You know what I mean? We can, mm-hmm. We're connected. We took away everything else. When all the options are gone, then they go, God, but why wait to the last moment when it's kind of like you could be with him? He was there in the hard times. He was there in the good times, the ups and downs. He's always there. So turn to him. You know what I mean? Turn to him. And there's a reason. There's no mistakes, just lessons. And even when there's a pain, something very painful that goes on in your life, know you're going to get through it. And when you get through it, it can be a testimony to help others. That's what happens within my book. I never thought that I would write a book. I never thought that I would be a pastor. But now when I'm preaching, I can help others. Like there was a school shooting with one of my teens and I was on Dancing with the Stars at the time. Okay. So I'm on Dancing with the Stars and there's a school shooting. So then the pastors called me up and was like, oh, you need to call one of your youth because they were there at the school. I said, okay. So I prayed with the family and I prayed with her. And then I had to preach that Sunday. Right. And as I was going to the Lord, like, what am I going to preach about? Because kids are really hurting right now. It's a lot of like school shootings happening in California. And then the Lord reminded me of me going through what I went through in Chicago with losing a best friend to gun violence, with losing, you know, my two uncles to gun violence and then all those things. And it was like, oh, I'm the perfect person to talk to this teen at this moment of how to get through this mm-hmm. and to let her know that I've been through it. You're going to be able to get through it. You know, you will have your joy back. And we all prayed together and I told her my story and told her my testimony. And it was just a beautiful day and a beautiful moment. And that though, that's what I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. yeah, at the time we might not understand it, but it's happening for a reason. And even though it could be a hard reason, it's definitely happening for a reason. I I most definitely agree with that. Now, Kel, you brought up the word purpose and you mentioned that we're all here for a purpose. I 100% agree with that as well. Mm. What's your advice for finding your purpose? Mm, For finding your purpose. Now, a way of doing that is there's two ways that I've looked at it, right? It's when you decide like this, you have this, you dream about it. You think about it when you wake up. You think about it when you go to sleep, you have this dream and it's all positive things, right? And you're going, yo, I just love doing this. This is what I love to do. And you feel like a kid again when you're doing it. You know what I mean? And you're excited about it. And so what you do is, is that then now in your spiritual self, go to prayer about it. You know what I mean? Pray about it. Go like, Lord, I love doing this thing. You know what I mean? I love doing this. It's something positive in my life. I'm excited about it. I I feel like this is my purpose. You know what I mean? And then go to scripture, right? To see if it lines up. You know what I mean? And he'll speak to you through pastor, through the Bible verses and the word, you know, to connect it to your purpose, right? So now you can go, okay, Lord, help me through this so that I can now do this because the purpose is yours. You gave me this this amazing idea anyway. You gave me this purpose anyway. You know what I mean? So that is the way I, I look at it. And it's like, you just, you start to know like, okay, this is it. You know what I mean? This is this is it. This is what I want to do. And then at that point, there's an obedience that needs to happen because now, you know, the enemy doesn't want you to do that. Stress doesn't want you to do that. Past doesn't want you to do that. You know, now that you found it, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like everything's trying to stop you. And that's the part, that's the point where people give up. You know what I mean? Where they give up on their dream and they go, this is way too much. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or they get church hurt and they go like, oh no, this, this couldn't have been what the Lord told me to do. You know what I mean? 
And it's like, no, you're right there. You know what I mean? Continue to go ahead and do it. If you know in your heart that this is what you need to be doing, you know that it's positive, it's not hurting anybody, it's not hurting yourself, and you can see it clear as day, go for it. You know what I, I mean? That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned the turbulent times you've experienced mm-hmm. suicide, depression, addiction, so on and so forth. I want to go back into your, into your journey here a little bit. And I want to talk about when you felt like you were on the edge a little, you know, at that part of your life, when you yeah. were on TV, you were, you, you're crushing it from such a young age. Yeah. Did you feel like you didn't have anyone to talk to at that point? You know what? It's a thing of like, of course, there are people in my life that I could have talked to, but it's the embarrassment that we have. You know, there's this thing of like, when you're on television and then there's something going on, especially as a celebrity, you're like, oh, I don't want people to know this, this fear of mine, this, this, this thing that's going on that no one knows about. You all just know the character. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, but then from a celebrity standpoint, it's like, ah, they only know the character. They don't really know me. You know what I mean? And that's the hard part. When you're adulting as a child actor, that's very hard because it's like, who do I trust? Who loves me for me? Do they just love the character that I play? Or do they really love me for me? And then I'm a bit of an introvert because now I don't want to show people the real me because they only know the character. Whoa. You know what I mean? And then all these things that I'm going through in life, I don't want you all to find out about. And so then there's this addiction or things that you get into to try to figure it out. And what the thing is, is about it is that having that, that love and knowing that this is just a, this is a job, you know what I mean? And there's going to be other jobs. And that was something I told the kids on, on that when we brought it back and um, now producing it, I told the kids something I wish was told to me. And I told them that when you were born, God made and you special. This show is not the thing that makes you special. So you're going to go through a whole bunch in your life, career moves, other things, but know that this is a job so that that way they won't get hurt. Because as a kid, you think this is this is just what it is. You know what I mean? As you're going through it, right. and no one tells you. And then you start to see like producers or, you know, certain actors or people that are like, you know, that are your bosses in your career that do something to you to make you, you know what I'm saying? You, you feel betrayed and you're like, oh no. But then when you realize like, oh, this is a job, they're doing what's best for them in that moment. And they're making their choices based on whatever choices they believe in. And when you understand that, then you go, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So you don't put all your trust in men. You know what I mean? You start to go, oh, I have a good sense of self, which means right. my spiritual self. And right. that, took, that took me a very long time to get to, but I'm thankful I got to it. So now I can help others. You know Absolutely. I mean? yeah. So is the main yeah. lesson from that in your perspective that you're more than an entertainer, you're a human being first, just like, you know, when, when people get out of like the NFL or the NBA, we talk to them all the time here on the show. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? After I retired from the major league sport I played, I didn't know who I was. You know, they kind of lost that identity. Is that what your biggest takeaway is? Exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like you have to find a good sense of self. Who are you? You know what I mean? Outside of this talent. You know what I mean? Because we're where I heard someone say we're human beings. Right. So what are you being? We're not human doers. It's not the do that is the purpose. It's the being. You know what I mean? 
So you got to really look at that. So when you wake up every morning, am I being the father that I want to be? Am I being the person that I want to be? Am I being the pastor that I want to be, the friend that I want to, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and with being, feeling everything, meaning that the empathy for others, you know what I mean? In your heart, you know what I mean? Because love conquers all. So that's like the the realness of it and, and who is all love God, you know what I mean? So yes. it's like, it's really that when you go into it with a loving thought process, it really changes, changes everything. And you go, Hey, this is a job, but I am here for a purpose. And I'm on this set for a reason for this time period. And then after that, I'm on to something else for a time period. There's always a different level. And that's going back to the games where it's like, there's a different level for sure for you to achieve. For you to conquer to get to, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Kel, what's a question you wish more people would ask you and how would you answer it? And I bring that up mainly because obviously you're working with you're working with youth, you know, you're you're producing, you have a million and one things going on. I'm sure you get a million and one questions. What do you want to be yeah. asked and how would you answer that? Oh, I, I, I could never say like what I wanted to be asked because it's a thing of you never know what people <laughs> might come up and ask you. And so I'm always open to giving them the best answer that the Lord gives me, gives me you know what I mean? Through things that I've been through or things that I've learned through, through, through my faith, you know? So it's more of a thing of like, have at it. You know what I mean? I, I want people to, to get it. You know what I mean? I never want to be the type of, you know, person that just goes, you do this, you do this, you, do this. you know what I mean? And it's like, no, like, it's like, I'm going to tell you my story and what I've, what I've been through and what works for me. And then now I want you to apply it to your life, but you have to figure, figure it out. You know what I mean? And so if you have whatever question you have, let's figure it out together. You know what I mean? Even if a fun question, hard question, you know, I think with this pandemic, that's that that's been a lot too. Where everybody's had those real conversations. You know what I mean? Like, cause cause we're in house with everybody, and it's time for the real conversations. And I think that has been beautiful. And I think that's really what it's about. Like, let's have conversation. Let's fellowship. You know what I mean? That, yeah, you know, for that's, sure. That, yeah, that's what Jesus did. It. He went around to everywhere. You know what I mean? Having a conversation with people fellowshipping with people that, you know, religious, they would go like, oh, you're talking to a thief. You're talking to this type of person. But it's like, yeah, because I'm letting them know how to change their life around. You know what I mean? So it's like fellowship with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, most definitely. I see on my end that people, uh, and I, I see honestly two sides of the spectrum, but getting to your point, you know, a lot of people opened up to the idea of actually talking about things, you know, going to therapy, being open about maybe being in a dark place, so on and so forth. So as much as, you know, the, the pandemic has caused destruction and pain in a lot of people's lives, it's also opened a lot of people up and connected a lot more people because going back to what you said earlier, like we are human beings, right? Like we, we are humans first and ultimately we're more connected than we even know. So it's a beautiful thing to experience that firsthand, you know? I mean, we're all family. I'm meeting you for a reason. We're having this conversation for a reason. Someone's going to see this podcast for a reason. It's like when you look at life like that, it's like, oh, okay. So every time I wake up back to that, I literally have a purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a purpose. You meet everyone for a reason and, and your choices are so important. That's the other thing I want people to get from this, from this, your choices. 
The choices are important. You know what I mean? Because you can control your choices, but you can't control the outcome from those choices. You know what yeah. I mean? So you got to be make be make sure <laughs> that the choice that you're making is a positive choice. And back in the day, my choices weren't always positive because out of anxiety, fear, stress, or whatever it may have been. You know what I mean? And so now that's why I take the time back to go to the Lord within prayer before I make my choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, I know I need to get you out of here in a couple minutes. I got a couple more <laughs> questions for you. First one being, what's a piece of advice you didn't want to hear, but proved to be true over time? <laughs> a piece of advice I didn't want to hear that I didn't want to hear. But you know what? It's the, the advice of... I'll say it like this. When people hold you accountable, I used to get really, you know, upset at the accountability when someone like points out like, well, you said you were going to do this and now you're not doing it. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And then I would get get angry about it. Like if it was a plan that I put together and I told this person about the plan, but out of love, they were just going Hey man, you're not doing it. But I would always react in a way of like, I know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I know I messed up. Okay, all right. But now I look at it like, oh, that person is holding you accountable. You know what I mean? For what you said. Do you know what I mean? For something that you said that was you wanted to do this positive in your life. So they're just reminding you, like, stay on the course. Stay on the course. Yeah. So don't. Yeah, don't get angry when people are holding you accountable for something that you said that you wanted to do positive for yourself. For sure. Being impeccable with your word. Absolutely, man. Now, last question for you. If Kel Mitchell makes it to whatever year he wants to live to, he hops on as many podcasts, produces as many shows, hops on as many shows, stages, books, whatever you want to do, but you could only be remembered for one piece of advice. What would that one piece of advice be? Wow, that's a great question, man. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a great question. You know what? Someone who was unapologetically, you know what okay. I mean? And also saying that my real self, meaning my mm-hmm. spiritual self. So unapologetically, you know what I mean? To go after my dreams, go after what I believe in, everything that God told me that I can do, I went after it. And without any like doubt. And when doubt came in, I went to the Lord. He said, I could do it. So I did it. You know what I mean? I want, I want that to be known so that that way people that would see it, you know what I mean? Or read about it, but go, you know what? I'm going to do it too. You know what I mean? I'm going to take this leap of faith. I'm going to go after it. Yeah. It's the crazy things going on in my life, but yo, yo, Kel said that I could get through it. You know what I mean? I'm going to, and I saw him do it. So let's go. I love that, (laughs) man. I love that. Yeah. Now, Kel, we talked about the book, Bless Mode, 90 Days to Level Up Your Faith. You have anything else on the horizon you want to make people aware of while we're here? Yeah, man, I have a, a, a movie uh, that's coming out called Adventures in Christmasing. Uh, it's with Kim Fields. Uh, it's uh, part of VH1's Naughty or Nice like movies. Uh, they're doing five movies all back to back. And so I love Christmas movies. So when I got this call, I was just like, oh, totally. I- I'm down. Let's do it, VH1. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, Kim Fields is like a big sister. She directed Ken and Kel. So I got to play her little brother, which was the easy <laughs> thing to do. So uh, it's a great movie. It's one of those like, you know, love Christmas movies. So go check that out. November 29th. Check it out. Super excited about that. Uh, book is out December 14th. 
excited about that. And then a lot of other great things that are coming on the horizon that I'm super excited about too. I love (laughs) that, man. Kel, listen, appreciate you, brother, for hopping on here. Major, major impacts are made from individuals like yourself that spread words like this. So I just wanted to express my gratitude to you directly. Um, I know that I'm going to have people connecting with you. So be on the lookout for that, man. Thank you again for this opportunity. Man, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Love the platform that you're doing and and just your positivity, man. So yeah, keep going. (laughs) Appreciate it, man. And there you have it, everyone. Episode 216 with our friend Kel Mitchell teaching us how to bless up and more in our life. Now, you could share this with the people that are in your life. Maybe they need to bless up. Maybe they could do a better job like me when things are going great. I kind of forget my faith, so on and so forth. The list goes on. I'm guilty. I'm the first one to admit it. Maybe that's you. Who knows? Share it with the people that are in your life. Connect with Kel in the show notes of this episode where you can find all of his socials, websites, projects, books, and more. And until next time, everyone, be blessed. Peace.